Don Solo, Ski Report, what's happening, friends? A um, <clears throat> little bit of excitement in the skiing world this week. I mean, uh, for me, anyway. Uh, I know it's uh, it's August the 6th today. That's a Friday. Uh, I'm here in the greater Reno area, uh, blanketed with smoke from the California wildfires. Um, we did have some, uh, some really clean, clear days, smoke-free days uh, this past week, so I took advantage drove up to Mount Rose. Um, this is the local skiing place. This is uh, sits uh, 8,000 feet above Reno, uh, sits the lodge and, and parking area. Um, yeah, I got some great shots. Uh, you know, just took it all in. Um, unbelievably excited. Uh, drove a little beyond that, looked at the, there's a campground parking area, a uh, lot going on up there. Um, very windy, uh, definitely a windy, slightly nerve wracking road, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll get that, uh, uh, give that all wheel drive, a, a, a test, <clears throat> but the, the facility itself looks gorgeous. Um, you know, the buildings look nice. The hill looks beautiful. Um, you know, you can clearly see the trails cut and, uh, yeah, looks like they have a lot going on there, a lot of room, um, so I can't wait. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. I had to get it out of the way. Like, I, I kept envisioning it, um, but I, I wanted to physically see what, what the whole deal felt like. So, weather permitting, um, the drive there was like 40 minutes, um, nothing to it. And uh, depending on which route I take, it, it basically, my road, my street, uh, turns into the road that takes you up to the mountain. So really a straight shot. Um, pretty, uh, yeah, pretty excited. Goes without saying, I think. So <clears throat> still uh, finding a way to fill my world with skiing uh, information here in August. Uh, the rest of the world is talking about you know, beaches and Olympics and swimming and wildfires. Uh, and, and half of my brain is already living in the, uh, the deep snow. So I, uh, <clears throat> I've also started, uh, looking at the necessary equipment. Um, I'm not sure yet what direction I will go. I've always been a little partial to things, but I don't know if I necessarily, need to uh, maintain those brand loyalties. Example, uh, I think I might, might have mentioned in episode one, K2 skis, um, they've always been my go-to. I uh, don't know why. I just, uh, I mean, when I grew up, people I knew that skied, they skied on K2s and uh, they looked like they knew what they were doing. So uh, my first pair were, and, and they agreed with me. I've never had any issue. Uh, never been unhappy. I've had a few pairs and, and great. Um, clothing wise, uh, I have had a few different things over the years, but uh, a spider is uh, a definite favorite of mine. Um, I have a beautiful spider jacket actually could easily use, but it's huge on me. Um, it was bought, it was, I was uh, quite a while ago and it stayed in storage. Uh, it's in great shape. But I was a much bigger uh, human being, so the, I'd just be swimming in the jacket. It's really silly and uncomfortable. I still have it just because, you know, it's so expensive and 
if, uh, you know, God forbid I pack the weight back on for some reason, I'd have a, a warm jacket, um, or, you know, maybe I'll give it away eventually, but, um, I definitely need to, uh, to look into that. So what I've looked at so far, uh, you know, it's all right, but I don't know. It's a jacket. Am I necessarily married to the spider brand? Are they, what are they bringing to the table? You know, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not sure whatever appealed to me other than style to begin with. And I like the, uh, the little vent zippers under the arm. Um, you know, you definitely, uh, can build up some heat, some sweat and yes, you can unzipper your jacket, but you, you, uh, say you unzipper your neck a little bit, get on the chairlift. If you just sing, you know, those vents, you get a little actual airflow in there. Um, so you can, you know, cool off a little and, and prevent some sweating, um, which, uh, you know, works in your favor long run. So I'd like that feature. Um, I liked the last spider jacket I had, I was just talking about, um, we were still in a headphone, uh, earbud, uh, you know, wired earbud world. So they included like, uh, you know, a routing path. If you had a, um, MP at the time, you know, whatever, an iPod, MP3 player, um, iPhones, whatever, uh, a place to put that, uh, an, an accessible pocket and then a place to route the wire up and out the collar. So you didn't just have a wire flapping around. That was kind of cool. Um, so there are a few little features like that, that I guess, um, made me choose it at the time. Um, but I'm definitely open. And, and in fact, uh, I, I think, I, you know, I'm always looking online, but I think living in the area that I do, uh, I might do better uh, at a local store. Um, so if I, uh, yeah, if I can just, you know, disassociate the uh, the brand desire and uh, just focus on the features that I want, um, I, I might do better overall. So jacket, pants, um under, you know, long johns, uh, yeah, but polypros of some sort. Um, and then like, uh, I don't know, I, I think, you know, maybe, uh, underneath the snow pants, maybe like, uh, yeah, I think I used to do shorts or like track pants or something because not even, I, I think I just, I used to do like gym shorts, um, like those long, like little longer leg having, because, you do really just want to keep your butt warm on the chairlift, right? Um, and the ski boots come up, uh, you know, your shin and calf. So it's just your immediate knee area that doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of coverage. And there again, I feel like it's a, a way to, you know, vent a little uh, heat buildup out. Um, so whatever, I'll work it out. But I need all that stuff. Um, I'm looking at... Uh, a 10 year old pair of gloves and goggles they're actually in fine shape there's no problem you would think the foam would be disintegrating or something but it's not it's held up very well um so you know i they they may start me off uh, just because i need so much stuff um and then obviously the skis bindings boots poles um rack for the car uh so a lot of expenses as i look ahead into uh september october um my birthday is in october uh so i plan to treat myself um and then the pass uh am i going to pick up a seasons pass 
Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I almost feel like not getting it um, right away, simply because we have so many shutdowns, lockdowns, changes. Um, you know, I, um, yeah, I, I may just go a couple of times and see what it's, you know, see what the whole scene is about um, and, and make sure that a pass would be worthwhile. Uh, so anyway, um, there's where that's at. See, and, and I, I'll tell you where that fear came from. Side note, Disneyland. I was a, a was a pass holder um, when COVID struck and they shut down and um, they reluctantly uh gave refunds and uh you know canceled contracts and blah 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 whatever they you know eventually had to give in and do um but their new annual pass program was announced and uh there is definitely fine print that uh specifically calls out uh pandemic related closures and every other like possible reason that they could ever have to close for any period of time <clears throat> means you don't get squat. Uh, so if you buy your pass, your say your $1,400 Disney pass, and um, they have to close because we have another pandemic or some other uh, thing that takes place, um, you're out of luck. Sorry. Uh, you, you don't get any money back. You don't get anything, uh, any sort of credit. They waive all responsibility, and that's the contract you'll sign. So got me to thinking... Hey, before I, uh, you know, spend seven, eight, nine hundred dollars on a uh, season skiing pass, uh, and if you think about the time frame, as this Delta variant is, you know, driving the numbers up, and uh, governors are talking about lockdowns and restrictions and so on again, like maybe I don't want to buy a pass that I might not be able to use. So, um, yeah. I, I think I'm still good with getting the equipment, but uh, I'm going to hold off on the pass. So that's the ski report. Um, I, you know, I could just prattle on and on about uh, all that I hope to do. But um, for now, <clears throat> there's the there's the update. I visited my, my home mountain. Um, and then, um, you know, there's definitely some other nearby places. Squaw's not that far. Um, Mammoth is um, doable. Uh, not necessarily a day, probably an overnight trip makes more sense, but, um, we'll get to that later. So tune in next episode. I will be talking more about gear. Um, not sure, you know, whether it will be clothing or, um, you know, uh, actual skiing paraphernalia, but, uh, that I think is like really the next thing on my radar is, um, you know, I've, I've moved to an area with the mountain and the snow. I bought a vehicle that can get me up the mountain and back. Uh, now is uh, the equipment to actually do the sport and stay warm. So see you next time, friends. Thanks for listening. If you did, uh, if you didn't, then you wouldn't know I just said that. Um, tell your friends if you have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Uh, let me know. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to get uh, some stuff set up for this social media and whatnot. But you know what? I, I wanted to get a few episodes made uh, before I set all that stuff up. So we're well on our way. Uh, and we'll see you soon. See you on the slopes. Ski you real soon. Bye.